of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Before I introduce my guest for today and the topic for our podcast, I'd like to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can pretty much meet any budget. So if you're interested in getting more information and becoming a sponsor, go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com and click on the link for sponsorship. Download the information. Give us a call. We'll be happy to help you. Now that that little bit of information is out of the way, I am excited about introducing my next guest. It's um, Today we're privileged to have my good friend, uh, Angela Paul, in the studio, back with us in the studio actually, uh, via the phone, to discuss how we as women uh, can create more margin in our lives. Now this is such an important issue since many of us are so busy juggling work and children and house and home and a myriad of other activities. Me and her talk about this kind of stuff all the time. And um, and so I thought she'd be a great person to bring into the studio um, and give us some, some, some wisdom, share with us some of the things that she does to uh, create margin in her life. But before we get into our topic, let me introduce our, her to you. For those of you who don't know her, who may have not uh, heard her on some of the other shows that she's been on. Angela is the uh, Chief Operating Officer of Math Plus Educational Services, and she has tutored math and science for over 30 years. Uh, she was educated at MIT and at Georgia Tech, and uh, she's obtained a master's degree in chemical engineering. She has taught both uh, at the secondary and collegiate levels, and she is the founder and the former director of the Northeast Independent Preparatory Academy. Uh, and with that, she was instrumental in helping homeschool students get into college for a little over 20 years. Angela is also a wife and mother and the, uh, of four adult children, and she's the grandmother of four. Uh, so welcome to the studio, Angela. It is a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Deanna, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Terrific, terrific, terrific. Well, this is a, a subject near and dear to my heart. We have a lot to talk about. So let's go ahead and get straight into the discussion. First of all, what exactly do you mean when, when you talk about the word margin? What is What does that mean? Well, I think if we think of our lives as a, a sheet of paper, mm -hmm. uh, we know that we have margins. And, right. and, and a paper, okay? Right. We don't, if you, if you could picture um, uh, a sheet of paper that every inch is covered mm -hmm. um, with information and there's, there's no margin, there's nothing at the top, everything's covered at the top, the sides, the bottom, there's no indentation, mm -hmm. it, it would look like a mess. We really wouldn't want to read that. Right. Okay? right. And so it's important for us to create margin in our lives, just as we would if we were making a paper or, or sure. writing a book, um, we have to have margin. Sure. And so it makes our life more manageable, and it also makes it more enjoyable if we have margin 
in our lives. Sure, sure, sure. I love the illustration you just gave about a piece of paper. Like you said, if we were to look at a piece of paper that had every uh, area, you know, written on, we would think, what is this? I, I can't read this. So I, I, I love how you set that up. Um, as Americans, you know, and I know that we place a very high value on being busy, like all the time. We want to, like that sheet of paper you just talked about, fill up every moment. Why, why is having margin so important? I, that may seem like an obvious answer, but I don't know if it's so obvious. Can you, can you talk about that? Well, you know, one of the things that happens, if you're, if you're in the middle of writing something, okay, mm -hmm. writing a letter, whatever, right. sometimes you think about something that you need to add in, right. okay? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need to mark something out. Sometimes right. you need to make notes to it. Mm -hmm. If you don't have any margin, you, you can't do those things. Wow. Um, and, and so, um, also, our eyes need breaks as we're reading, and our, we need breaks in our lives, yeah. too. Yes. Um, we can't go 24-7 uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at, at the same speed. Right. So we, we have to have downtime, not just to sleep, but also just throughout the day. Yeah. Um, sometimes things happen, emergencies happen, and if sure. you don't have any margin, it's very yeah. difficult to address an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes something that's not even an emergency becomes an emergency because we don't have any time to address it. Wow, um, wow. So... So um, having margin allows us to deal with the ebbs and flow of life just as we deal with the ebbs and flow for right, you know? Wow. So um, it's, yeah. it's, it's really it's, important. Super, super important. Yeah, and I think you made a good point, you know. Um, I mean, and I think we'll flesh this out a little bit more, but I think some of the craziness we're seeing in our, around us is because so many people are living without margin. Uh, and they're spastic um, because our bodies and our minds weren't made to go 24-7. We weren't made to fill up stuff. Um, and we, we do that for whatever reason. Sometimes I think people don't want to be quiet. Um, they, you know, they, sometimes we are uncomfortable with it. But we need that. We need that downtime in order to um, decompress, I guess. Yes, yeah. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, um, what are some practical things? Let's get to the nitty gritty of this. What are some practical things that we can do to create margin in our schedules? I mean, we're going to start there because it's when you speak of margin, you're not just talking about your, the weekly schedule or the daily schedule. We'll get into that later, but you're talking about margin in all the areas of your life. But let's just start with our schedules, our to-do lists. What are some practical things we can do to create margin there? Well, one of the things is, is just making sure we do have a schedule. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things that I did several years ago, mm -hmm. I, um, I, I've always had schedules. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my schedule has felt overwhelming. I couldn't understand why. Yeah. And so one of the things that I did was I made a, a time budget. Oh, wow. Okay. And, um, and, and what I did was, you know, I, I took 24 times 7, you know, mm -hmm. for the number of hours in the week. Mm -hmm. And I just started subtracting the things from that, from that, um, time, wow. you know, wow. um, time for sleeping, mm -hmm. time for cooking and dressing and, wow. you know, even, even little things like, you know, getting dressed and brushing your teeth. You wow. Know, you don't, you don't take time. Right, okay? right. And so I started just subtracting. 
contracting. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that happened was that I got to a negative point and I still had <laughs> other things that were on my schedule. Oh, boy. Wow. So, so that let me know that I really had overbooked myself. Right. And that my schedule was not realistic. Wow. Wow. And, you know, sometimes when we're making a schedule, we can't, you know, for example, if you're seeing clients, yes. you schedule clients one behind the other. Yeah. You know, give yourself a break in between. Yes. Um, you're not allowing for an appointment to run over. And sometimes that happens. You need more time with the client. Of course. Um, sometimes you need you need a break. Okay? Yes, that's right. I mean, you need to go to the bathroom, for goodness sake. Yeah, you exactly. know, or drink a glass of water or catch a bite to eat. Yeah. You're right. But we don't take those things into account. And I love what you're saying about the budget. The idea of doing the time budget came to me because I said, you know, I don't go over my physical budget. Right, you know, I'm right, my money. Right. Maybe I need to approach my, the way that I'm handling time a little differently because just making a schedule wasn't, wasn't working. And I didn't know why mm-hmm. it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just know that I was having too much to do all the time and feeling frazzled. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when I, when I made the time budget, I realized that I needed to say no to some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that can be difficult because some, one of the things that we have a tendency to try to do is to think that we can multitask sure. our schedule so that we can do more things. Yes, yes. And, um, and that really can be counterproductive. Very much so. Um, yeah, I've, I, I remember reading an article, or Adriana, my daughter, our you know, youngest daughter, reading an article and said that really multitasking is really a myth. <laughs> um, you know, it's really very difficult to do. Um, well, anyway, so you're right about that. Yeah, it can, it can make something that would take 15 minutes yes. to 30 minutes. Exactly, you know? yes, exactly. Um, because we're not, we're not giving our full attention to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and so when I did that, it really was a wake-up call. To yes. Me. Okay, Angela, you're, you're overcommitted. What things do you need to get rid of in your schedule? What things do you need to just take out? Not to schedule them better, just get, remove them. Exactly, okay. exactly. But I love the I, I love that idea of making a budget, and because you know, even as you were talking about it, I could visualize that. You know, I could visualize starting out like you would do with your finances with X Y Z dollars, and then subtracting this line item and that line item and you're doing the same thing basically for your schedule and like you said you saw when you got to the end of things um however many hours or in a week that you were you were you were over um and so that's such a good idea that's a very practical um you know what do you call a thing that somebody can do let's you know we we we're talking about schedules but we we also said that we were going to talk about how to have margin in other areas of our lives. Let's talk about finances, which is something that you and your husband are very, very good with. What are some things that people can do to build more margin into their finances? That's a big one for all of us. Well, budgeting is really important with, with dealing with finances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and as you're budgeting, you really have to make priorities. Yes. With, with things, you know, what things are the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes we, we think about the things that are urgent and not yeah. think about the things that are important long-term. Yes. Um, yes. You know, if we're, um, for mm. a person who's young, uh-huh. it would be really easy to, to do a budget because they don't have a lot of obligations already. Sure. And so they can really make some good priorities in place. Sure. Now, if, you, if you've already 
areas and realizing what's important mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and looking towards the future. Yes, yes. I can remember years ago, I would have friends and, and they would say, you know, oh, my, my budget works pretty well, except for these unexpected things that come up. And I'm <laughs> That's like, right. unexpected, like what? And yes. like, oh, my insurance bill, right. yeah, my car insurance. Right. Like, That's not unexpected. That's right. That's, That's right. You have to plan for it. That's right. You know? That's right. That's right. Um, That's and right. so with, with doing our budget, we, we've always done things um, mm -hmm. multiple ways. We, mm -hmm. We've made a budget for the year, mm -hmm. a budget for the month. Yes. And, um, and we also did like a weekly cash flow. Sure, sure, okay. yes. Um, and depending on how you get money coming in, uh -huh. um, sometimes it doesn't match with how the money is going out. You yeah. have to look at do a cash flow to see, yeah. make sure that things will flow smoothly. Wow. Now, if you only get paid once a month, but right. you, know, you, you eat every week, so, <laughs> so um, yeah. you, you have to have money. Uh, allocated so that when you get to the end of the month, yeah. you still need to eat and you're not out of money. Exactly, you know? exactly, um, exactly, exactly. Now, you mentioned something there. You talked about urgent versus important. And sometimes things, um, sometimes urgent and important can go together. But you, but I think you were saying that in, um, to, in respect to you want to make sure that um, that you take care of the important so that it, in, so it doesn't actually become urgent. What what are some specific things? I mean, you, you know, you talked about insurance. Um, yeah. That's something that's important. All kinds of insurance. I mean, life insurance, health insurance, car insurance. Um, insurance is important. Um, and but it, and if you don't have it when you need it the most, it becomes urgent. Well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, and, and one insurance I want to mention is rental insurance. Oh, because, wow. Um, in my daughter's neighborhood, one of her neighbors, a big tree fell on the house, mm -hmm. and the people who live there are renting. Oh, boy. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure that the person who owns the home has insurance, Yeah. but mutual insurance can make the difference between, you know, you, you having an easy time, yeah. you know, having a very difficult time, yeah. you know, time to replace all of your things. Yeah. And, in paying for an interim place to live, which oh, wow. is going to cost more than, than a long-term place would. Wow. Having rental insurance will help wow. in a situation like that. Oh, wow. And, and sometimes we look at insurance. I mean, in the best case situation, you you have insurance and you don't need it. Sure, okay? sure. Because that's the best situation. Right. But, but the thing is, is that if you don't have it when you need it, you can you can end up in a big Fine. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. You can carry on for a long time. Another another area that's important mm -hmm. um, is retirement saving. Absolutely. And that can seem unimportant when you're in your 20s and 30s, and it starts to seem more important as you get you yeah. know, closer to 60 and 70. Yeah. But, it, but it makes a big difference if you start planning for retirement when you're young, when you're in your 20s. Right. You could you actually will spend less, right? Because you have the, the benefit of time and interest. Wow. So, wow. Um, yeah. And one of the things that I I do want to mention that if you do happen to work for a company uh -huh. that matches retirement savings, you want to take advantage of that because that's just free money. Oh wow. That, um, yeah. Oh, you I want to want to take take advantage of any matching that you can have with that. Wow. Wow. Now you mentioned retirement savings. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that having a, you know um an emergency fund is a is a way to create margin what do you think oh an emergency fund is absolutely essential oh my have. goodness yes um and 
and it can mean the difference between um yeah. going to, to, to debt and yes. not going into debt. Oh yeah. I um, mean I have found that having even just fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars, twenty five hundred dollars, you know, um of course for a while Andrew and I did not have that, but we, we have that now. Just having that and I'm not talking about the 401k because that's good no. for, for retirement, but sometimes you just need to be able to get your hands on quick cash, you know, um, that's not, you know, the mortgage money or, you know, or the, or the electrical money, the electric bill money, just quick cash because Aunt Susie passed away in Arizona and you need to go fly to Arizona and they can make the difference between you either going or not going or putting it on a credit card and, you know, and incurring debt, don't you think? Exactly. You know, there's several areas that we need to have money saved up for. Mm-hmm. One is for auto uh, repairs or oh, home repairs. Yes, those yes. things happen. Oh, yes. And you can have money set aside right. for those things. Okay? Right. That's uh-huh. your emergency fund. Mm-hmm. We also need to have money, you know, um, in case of a, in case of an out-of-town emergency, like you said, having yeah. to go to yeah. funeral or, sure. or to take care of someone. Sure. Um, having money for that. Um, if you know that you're you know, going to be having a child and say that you only have oh, a certain amount of paid leave yes. and you need more leave. You need wow. to have money saved up for that to help cover that, that time. Sure. So, that's you know, great. it's good to have um, a, a, an emergency fund that's at least equal to the deductibles of your homeowner's insurance and uh, wow. your auto insurance. That's good. Um, and, um, but it's also good, you know, to have, eventually to have Three to six months worth of, of your um, yeah. salary. Right. So, oh, that's I, right. I, and I say expenses more than salary. Yeah. Hopefully your salary is more than your expenses That's true. Are, okay? That's true. That's true. But, you know, those are, and all of that, and you said all of that, we, we, we're talking about all that because all of that really is margin. When you have those things in place, you it, it gives space to your life, don't I mean that's the whole point of this, right? Well, you can only have that in your in your budget if you have margin. Right. If you make if you make you know four thousand dollars yeah. a month and you live on four thousand dollars yeah. a month, you are in trouble. Yes. <laughs> you have no margin. Yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah. Your example, your your whole page is filled up. Right. Okay? And unfortunately, many people are making four thousand, or people who make four thousand or six thousand dollars a month are living on seven thousand. So it's even yes. worse than that, don't you think? Yes, yes, because then you're, you you spilled over. Yeah, you know? absolutely, um, absolutely. And, um, and so, and, and when you do that, you're you're taking away from your future, but you're also not even getting to live fully in your in your present. When you absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, and it really, it's a matter of living well yeah. in your means that's yeah. what margin is oh i love it within your means i know one of the best things for us um that has helped us to live it within our means is not having more um house than we could afford um and i think for so many of us especially some of our young people who are just starting to set up house and home there is that pressure to try to keep up with the joneses whoever they are um and we get in over our heads and i think um, I would love for you to just speak to that for a second. As a word of caution, you know, we're so materialistic as Americans, but can you speak to the young person who might think that they need to jump into this thing? Or not that buying a house is a bad thing, but they might need to buy something bigger than what they can afford. Yeah, it is very important to, to 
to um, determine what you can afford mm -hmm. and to buy within that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't let a bank or a realtor yeah. Yeah. tell you what you can afford. They right. will tell you more than you can afford. Right. I know okay? you've, you've heard um, all that before. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when we were, my husband and I, you know, 20 years ago, over 20 mm -hmm. years ago, we were looking at homes. Mm -hmm. um, we determined what we could afford. We knew we had four children then right. um, that were, you know, early teens and, and, mm -hmm. and pre-teens, and mm -hmm. those are expensive years. Very you much know, so. Teenagers and, and, right. and, you know, students that are in, you know, middle school, high school, college, those very expensive years. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we, we knew how much we could afford. Mm -hmm. Our realtor wanted to show me houses that were more because, you know, oh, yeah. I can get you in, I can get you in. Oh, yeah. They always tell so you that. I knew what we could afford. Right, okay? exactly. And so um, I told our realtor, because uh, she told me, you know, we're not going to be able to ha find a house mm -hmm. with all the features you want in the area you want at this price point. And wow. I said, well, then I'll stay where I am. Wow. And she said, you don't mean that. I said, oh, I absolutely mean that. Wow. I absolutely mean that. Mm -hmm. Well, we were able to find, find a home that, wow. that met, met our criteria. Wow. But I was not willing to look yeah. at houses that were outside of our, our budget, wow. um, and I wasn't willing to do any finagling to try to get into something that I knew we, we couldn't afford. We had this one really bad habit at that time, and yeah. was that we liked to eat and we liked to see our children <laughs> and food, you know? Um, Absolutely. But I just think that, I think that is such a word for... Uh, for for our young people, don't don't get in over your head um, because you think that you need something for status sake. Don't do it. It's it's just it's not worth it. Um, I wanna I wanna move on and talk about relationships, women. I wanna talk about how margin applies to relationships. As women, we're prone to taking care of everything and everybody. You know that. I mean, you've been a mother now. You're a grandmama, um, and we sometimes feel guilty when we have to say no. What role does boundaries play in creating margins in, in our relationships, for healthy relationships? Uh, having boundaries is really important. It's yeah. part of that margin again. Yeah. And one of the things that we have to think about with relationships is that just like with our money, we have to have a source of income mm -hmm. as well as the outgo. Yeah. We have to have relationships that are pouring into us as yes. well. Yes, yes. And we can't just be giving all the time. Right. That's true. Because of what you're doing in your life. 
that's exactly you know? right. That's um, exactly right. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important. And, and other people cannot determine what your boundaries are. Wow. You can look at your priorities and the things that are, are going on in your life. Wow. Um, you you know, there's certain relationships that we have that are what I call the bills. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and and these are things that we owe and we need to pay. Right. Okay? Right. Um, if you are if you're married, there's a certain amount of of your energy yeah. and attention that goes to your spouse. Right. Um, That's right. And, and if you don't take care of that, you'll be in trouble. Like exactly. In your, in your Very much so. Right. And if um, you're giving that, you're giving that energy and that time to someone else who shouldn't have it, um, then it, when it's gone, it's gone. Because <laughs> you know, right. energy is like money. I mean, once it's once you use it, it's 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 gone. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with our time. Once we use it, it's gone. We yep. don't get it back. You can't that's actually it. save time. You okay, know no. that is a word. Okay. That is a word you cannot. And so I love the um what you said about, you know, incoming and outgoing. That really applies in all the areas, whether we're dealing with finances or whether we're doing with our schedule or in what, in this case, you know, relationships. We do need those people that pour into us. Um, and sometimes we can be in a relationship where it's, we're getting, we're, we're pouring into the other person and they're pouring into us. But sometimes yeah. there are relationships when all we're doing is pouring, the other person doesn't for whatever reason, whether they're, because they're too young to do it or whether they're just not emotionally mature, we find ourselves just being the ones giving, but we do need to make sure we're in other relationships where we're getting. Otherwise you just become completely depleted. Yes. And, and there are some relationships where, but we are called to just be yeah, free. Yeah, absolutely. Course, that's the case with, with, um, you know, with our children, yeah, you know, yes. with babies. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot that we have to give, give, give. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the babies do give back in other yeah, ways. Yeah, 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 of course. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, and then there are going to be some adults in our life um, mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. We need to be giving to them, and they can't do much to give back to us. Right. Um. But if we have, if we're always doing that, if we're mm. always trying to meet everybody's needs and please other people, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. You know, um, it, it's not going to work. We have to have those boundaries. We have to. I mean, you know, I remember one time I um asked someone, mm. uh, why did they think that I was teaching the classes that I taught? Oh yeah. And um, and they said, um, because we need you. And I said, no. Uh -uh. <laughs> a lot of people need a lot of. Oh yes. Amen. Amen. I love that. And so, um, sometimes we have to make an adjustment and realize, okay, yes. Um, this relationship, I love this person, but this person is actually hurting me. Yes. I'm gonna readjust that relationship, and it may mean you need to cut off that relationship. Yes. If yes. It's, if it's very toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow. Um, now, it's a matter of saying, you yes, know, no, I, I can't, do, I can't do it. And sometimes that can be the hardest thing, particularly if the people you're having to say no are people who are close to you. I find it difficult mm -hmm. sometimes to say no to my children, um, grandchildren, mothers, sisters. I, I do do it, but I do sometimes struggle with it. But I think the, the, the more you do it, the more you set boundaries, the more comfortable you become with it, and the better the better you get at it. Um, couple other things I want to mm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I think for those of us who have a hard time saying no, yeah, we need to sometimes say instead, let me think about it. Yeah. Because we don't always have to say yes or 
no right away. True. Um, and if we have a hard time saying no, we find that we're always saying yes, yes. Yeah. We might modify that to say, yeah. let me get back with you on that next week, or let me get back yeah. with you. I'll let you know on this day, yeah. or I'll let you know on that day. Yeah. Um, and, That's a great um, happy medium. Yes, and sometimes the person will go ahead and figure out a different way to do it. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I, I love that. But that is a good happy medium. It, it it allows you to really think. And I mean, I think that's a, I think, you know, um, I think to say that is, a, is, is helping you be authentic because you may need to think about it. You may not know. Um, it may not be a no. It may be um, I can do it, but not now. So I, I like that. I like that. Now, um, we talked, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, you know, you can't save time, you know, once it's gone, you can't get it back. Um, but I wanted to ask you if, what kind of time wasting things, what are some common time wasting activities that we do that we should avoid? I mean, what are, what are they for you? What, 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 what do you, you know, what do you struggle with as far as wasting time and what do you recommend us avoiding? Well, one of the one of the things that can be a big waste of time is social media. Yeah, that's a struggle uh, for me. We, we can end up um, spending a lot of time, oh, yeah. and it can be very draining. Oh, very, okay? very, yeah. Um, so sometimes we'll need to set boundaries with that. Yeah. Um, we might even need to remove some social media from our devices. Yeah, yeah, I've done that too. Yep, yep. To look at it and go to it. Some people are so good about the boundaries with, with social media. Yeah. I, I, I admire them greatly. <laughs> um, yeah, and, um, but it's a struggle. You don't even do it at all. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just, no. um, mm -hmm. Another thing can be, you know, TV watching. Yeah, um, true. And, uh, and it's fine to have a certain amount of that, but again, right. you, know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, we can sometimes think, okay, um, I'm going to clean and watch TV at the same time. Yeah, you know. but there There's, again, yeah, there again, there again. Uh, it could be exercising and watching TV. Then mm -hmm. It's not as effective. Wow. Um, and uh, and so um, really, you know, being more focused with with things. Yeah. Um, and you'd be surprised how reallocating the time that we spend. I know it has happened for me when I've. You know, when I've set those boundaries and I've reallocated that time that I've spent on social media to, you know, housework or to, you know, meditating, prayer, you know, um, reading scripture, um, it, my day is just so much more productive. I feel better. I feel better emotionally, psychologically. Um, it really is worth it. It can be tough to do, but when I do it, it's, it's, I always, I feel like I'm so much better. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. and you might need to, if, if for your job yeah. or, or you, you need to spend a certain amount on social media, yeah. what is that time? Okay, exactly. say that mm. I, will, I will look at um, mm. Facebook or Instagram or whatever from yeah. 11 to 12. Right, right. That's it. Right, and that's it. You give yourself that time, but do set those boundaries. I've got... Um, I've got one other thing I wanted to pick your brain about before we go because our time is coming short. What role does the spiritual aspect of our lives play in creating margin? I, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're spiritual beings. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're not just one dimensional. What role does the spiritual uh, thing play in this? Yeah, the spiritual plays a huge role. Yeah. And, you know, as we look at our, our time and our, our money, mm -hmm. Uh, in relationships, um, as we need to be definitely taking care of the spirit and all of those. Yes. Um, and you know when it comes to time. Yes. Um, putting our relationship with God first. 
Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and, and that can mean, you know, Bible study, mm-hmm. prayer, meditating. Yeah. All of that. could do that early in the day mm-hmm. as well as throughout the day to set us up um, so that we are um, in a, a good frame of mind yeah. throughout the day. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, also being involved in um, um, in our faith corporately is really important. And, and during the time of, um, with, with, the, with the COVID and yeah. all, some uh-huh. of us may have slipped away from that. Yeah, yeah. It's really important to have that corporate time, whether it's in person mm-hmm. or online, right. doing whatever we mm-hmm. need to do mm-hmm. um, to do that. Yeah. Um, also, just in our in our um, personal relationships, being sure that we're, we're building each other up, yeah. you know, having time to pray um, or read scripture with your spouse right. is really important. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I find that when I'm doing what I need to do spiritually, when I'm spending time with the Lord in prayer and then, you know, meditating on scripture, it allows me to, it centers me and it allows me to make better decisions about my schedule, about my money, about, you know, mm-hmm. my body, you know, sleep mm-hmm. and all of that. It just, it helps me, it, it gives me a center. I'm working from a, a better place to to make those decisions. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, with our, and with our money too, you know, mm-hmm. um, sometimes we can be so um, looking at what we need and need to look at these needs of others mm-hmm. and using our, our money to, um, to bless other people. Yes. To invest in, in God's kingdom. Yes. Um, and we can't do that unless we've got some margin. There. Oh my goodness, that's true. That is very true. And for so many of us, we've spent, like we said, we aren't not only spend what we make, we spend more than what we make. And so uh, you don't have the money to give back to others, to help, to share. Um, and um, and so that is a word. That is a word. Well, Angela, our time is. Uh, it's about up, but I want to just thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know you've got all kinds of things. It's the dinner hour, and you've got your grandson there, but I appreciate you just sharing your insights, your wisdom with us. I think that it will bless others. I know. I know it will bless others, uh, and so I appreciate that. Um, to my listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to the Working Woman Radio Podcast. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show uh, icon. Um, I'm going to include some helpful links, um, some resources. They'll be at the bottom of the page for this episode, so don't forget to scroll down and check those out. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Woman Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page. Share your comments and your questions. We really want to hear from you. Well, our time together is up, but God bless you.